welcome back to the Dad Adventures Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Seth Bedoff, and this is episode number two. For anyone that is new to our show, the Dad Adventures Podcast is a bi-weekly podcast about our lives as dads and some of the things that we've learned along the way. In case you missed our last episode, we talked about our goals as fathers, both in our role as a parent and what we hope for in our kids. Uh, all of our episodes can be found on podcast services around the world. If your podcast service of choice doesn't is not among those that we are on, let us know and we will get that fixed. So not a whole lot of housekeeping this week, uh, but now they've gotten that out of the way, let me bring in our other host, Jacob Terrell. Jacob, how are you doing, man? We've been talking off and on all week long, and and uh, I know we've both been looking forward to this. And, and uh, I mean, just how, is your, how have your last two weeks been? They've been a roller coaster, man. It's been uh, up and down, but we're all good. Everybody's finally healthy and kind of over the crud that we all had kind of last episode when we talked about kids being sick um now that everybody's happy and healthy uh we're just trucking right along man uh you guys how are y'all doing i gotta say that's good that's good to hear you know everyone being healthy is definitely a good thing um fortunately we haven't uh, we've been over that for a little while now so i know what you've what you've been going through and i know it's not fun and and uh like you like you you know it's just life has been busy um i'm trying to think what have, well, have we done in the past two weeks uh so i had a minor car accident very very minor yeah i know it, it literally was like a scrape like that's all that happened and so yeah very very minor none of the kids were not in the car uh fortunately but uh i've been in a serious car accident with uh, with our youngest um but yeah i mean no one got hurt very little damage if any to the cars so so that was good um small positive out of that and um let's see what else oh i took the kids took the boys at least to go see the new sonic the hedgehog movie over the weekend yeah you were telling me that you were gonna do that how did how'd that go uh four-year-old doing a movie theater so he actually did pretty well um He's been to a few movies in the past, and this is probably the best that he's been. I think as he's grown up a little bit, he's gotten a little bit older, that his uh, the way he acts at the theater has has changed. Um, the first couple of times that we took him, he was very much like in our laps, moving around, you know, up and down the entire time. And and while he still does that to an extent, it's nowhere near as bad as it was before. Um, so he he sat through about the first half of it. Uh, before we decided to get up and come crawl in my lap, but uh, um, yeah, I didn't get to take all three kids. Uh, my daughter was out of town. Uh, she was in. Th- uh, she was out of town with her grandmother. Spent some time with her, and so it was just me and the boys. And and uh, for a movie that I was thinking was going to be absolutely terrible, it turned out to not be as bad as I thought it was. Um, especially you know, growing up in the age of of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, you know, I, I was really worried that it was going to be just absolutely terrible. Um, and I don't know if you got to see the 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 CGI Sonic like before and after. Yeah, it, yeah, I saw that. So he looks so much better. <laughs> That's because even the new one, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, he d- he does look better than the first one, but I think anything would have looked better than the first one. Yeah, no, it, it looks so much better. And I was telling 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 Aaron that uh, Jim Carrey as Eggman as as Doctor Robotnik actually works pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my concerns yeah, I about it. See, I didn't really worry about that part. I just was concerned about the hedgehog. And then honestly, I just have really no desire to see it. 
uh, a little bit more now that you've said it's not terrible, but that's not necessarily <laughs> a glowing review there. No, it's not one that I would go see on my own at all. But, you know, the kids are real big into learning about different video game characters and things like that now. And especially since Sonic makes an appearance in Lego Dimensions, the video game. Uh, Logan especially, he's like, oh, I want to see Sonic, I want to see Sonic. So, yeah, took him and, and, and did that. And So, yeah, like I said, it's it's got its moments in there that are pretty funny. Um, have you ever seen the movie Hop? I don't think so, no. No, okay. The so the 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 main live action character, the guy uh, in Sonic, was also in Hop, which is about the Easter Bunny. And oh, so okay. my son's like, hey, I I yeah, probably it was it was just on I think it's on Netflix or something right now. But my youngest was like, oh, he's the guy that was in that Bunny movie. I'm like, yeah, that's the same guy. <laughs> Because one of the things that's been really cool with him is he's learning to distinguish the actor from the role. So one one in particular that we've that we've learned about is uh, Tim Allen, because we we typically watch um, either Last Man Standing or Home Improvement in the evenings, and so he sees him. And first it was you know Home Improvement. He's like, oh, that's Tim the Toolman Taylor. So like, okay, yeah, he's an actor. His name is Tim Allen. He does different things. And he goes. And we recently watched uh, Toy Story. He goes, and we told him, we said, yeah, Tim Allen, Tim the Toolman Taylor, is Buzz Lightyear. He goes, he is? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he, he is. And so, yeah, teaching him about, you know, the difference between, you know, an actor and a role. And so that's been pretty neat to see him, like, just starting to distinguish between that. So, but yeah, that was what we did. Um, I know we had talked about getting out to the zoo. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Um but hopefully you guys had some fun this past week, uh, last you know weekend or two. Yeah, we did. Um, so, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, I had the wedding that I was doing the photography for. So that was I went down Friday night. Uh, we were all going to go down Friday night, but the little one was still kind of not feeling well. So we decided that Allie and Zeke and Xander would stay the night here at home Friday night and then come up. Saturday morning and actually she left the youngest uh, with her mom so so we just had the oldest at the wedding and then so we went to the wedding on Saturday they came home Saturday night I stayed and finished out the wedding and then my aunt actually had a hotel room for me to stay um, the I would have liked to have all gone down as a family but um, one plus uh, on the selfish side was I got to take the motorcycle uh, <laughs> So I was able to cruise along on down there and cruise on back and uh, just enjoy a little ride that I haven't been able to do much since the winter's been a little bit colder than I would have liked to ride in. So that wasn't bad. And then this weekend, Saturday I had to work, um, and then I just came home. I only work half a day, so I get off at 1, and then I come home and just came home and we kind of hung out. But Sunday we got up and... um, my wife has to go to church early uh, for worship practice, so she left at 8, with, and she always takes the youngest, and left me and Zeke to fend for ourselves for the morning, and then I usually get us up and get us ready and get us over there. And me and Zeke were playing, just messing around. We were hiding under the covers, just messing around with the flashlight, and uh, I decided, you know what, it's going to be a nice day. Um, I'm going to check and make sure we don't have anything that we have to be there for, and... Uh, 
see if we can play hooky from church. And <laughs> so we did, and uh, I actually took him golfing down in Berlin, and we played nine holes and then met my wife and her family after church for lunch and uh, had a had a really good day on Sunday. So it was nice. It was uh, good to kind of get away and do our own thing, spend some time with just me and Zeke. I usually try to take him golfing once or so, once or twice a month uh, when it's nice out. So this was the first time we'd been able to go out since last fall. So it's nice. It was uh, it's good to spend time with him. He loves going outside, running around. Uh, he doesn't really golf. Um, he has a little plastic set of golf clubs that I take with him, but he'll hit a ball like once or twice and then he'll run off to it. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, it's just been work and trying to balance stuff and um we did uh me and my wife were able to go out on a date which was nice and we'll uh i'll get into that more later uh, with our weekly topic but other than that it was just the same old same old busy 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 nice yeah you mentioned you know getting outside do you guys go play at that country club down there yeah down in Berlin, that ah. field soul that's not i played down there once uh, several years ago with a former co-worker of mine and he lived right there on the on the course and so he was uh yeah he, he was riding around drinking beers and and uh that's a really nice golf course down there i really like how they uh how they how they keep it up and so uh i, I play i used to play a little bit here around town uh probably my favorite uh, course in town is a uh, unm i play the north course so it's so nice yeah I really like the North Course. I, I like to walk it and yeah. get out there for nine holes and mess around. It's fun. I like uh, I the last couple of years I've played a lot at Isleta. Okay. Where I used to work, our warehouse was just north of that. I would get off at like two and be able to go over there and pay the twilight rate and golf until about five or six and then come home. Um, but now actually, the golf course down here last year did a promotion where you could buy a three-year membership for. Fifty dollars a year, okay. Plus taxes and a couple fees. You just had to pay for the whole thing up front. So I think I paid like one seventy something, and uh, I can golf there for free if I walk, anyways, uh, from now until August of twenty twenty two. Oh, nice. So uh, I can't. You can't really beat that. So I get yeah. to go mess around and like we played nine holes. I did get a cart just because walking with a three-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, usually doesn't last long. So yeah, no, we got no. a cart and drove around, but it's a nice little layout. The 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 uh, upkeep on it and the conditions kind of vary. They go yeah. up and down, but they've done a. It my my stepdad is the one that got me into golf, and he was saying when he started golfing, that was like the best course in the state, and was like private and top notch, and had the swimming pool and. The, tennis courts and stuff like that and it's not where it used to be but they're trying they're trying to get it back which is nice yeah yeah i have to say that the city actually does a pretty good job with all the golf courses you know in and around town and for a lot of people that aren't familiar with it i think we've got something like 20 different golf courses in and around the, the albuquerque metro area and uh for the most part they're all fairly cheap to play i think it's like i don't know like, i think maybe 20 bucks for a round or something like that. Uh, generally with like a cart rental, I don't, it's been a while since I played, but super affordable and it's a really great um, hobby to take up. Um, yeah. So I have a cousin that's from Fort Sumner that was up here. So they had, uh, uh, they had to be up here the last month of the pregnancy. So mm-hmm. they were, and that was over the holidays. So they were here 
through Christmas and New Year's and all that. So we spent a lot of time with them when they were up here. And one of the things we did was we went to Los Altos and played the little mm. part three course, the executive yeah. course. And um, that was it. Prices have definitely gone up. Twenty bucks maybe for Twilight, but in the middle of the day or in the middle of the morning, it's it's a little pricier than that. But they're yeah. still pretty affordable, pretty up, pretty well kept. Uh, they get a little too crowded for me, uh, especially if I have my boys with me or one of the boys. I like to go somewhere that's a little. A little quieter, a little less people around, so that if he ends up screaming in the middle of somebody's backswing, <laughs> that happens a little less if there's not a lot of people around us. So yeah, yeah. I think last time I played, I played out over at Arroyo de Also, and uh, probably shot my best single hole <laughs> since I moved out here. I actually hit, hit a par three on like nine or something. And but yeah, it, it's been. I haven't really gone out and played a round since before. Uh, around the time my oldest son Alex was born, um, but no, it, it's such a great hobby. And it really is. Um, I'd love to get on play a ten one at some point, but that's uh, a little out of my price range. So yeah, yeah I've, <laughs> I've seen it. I've never played it, but I have seen it. Yeah, I've driven through there. It's a, it's a really nice area, and then that that golf course is just in such good condition. Like, I'd love to play it at some point. Um, never get around to playing playing uh, at Isleta. I think Isleta is uh, a very, very well done course on this part. I know, like uh, they do a lot of scrambles and like corporate events and things like that over there. And so it, yeah, and then with all the tourists there at the casino, it gets pretty busy. So I tend to try to stay away from there. I know that their driving range is like ten dollars a bucket or something like that, or it's maybe even ten dollars for a day. Okay. So you get, it's a it's a daily rate, so you can hit as much as you want. There's been days where I've gone there in the morning and paid for my range pass and then hit in the morning and then gone and done other stuff and then gone back in the afternoon and hit some more. Nice. I don't I don't hit on the range near as much as I probably should if I actually wanted to get better. I just like to go out on the course and play. That's really all I do. Yeah, I just go out and play for fun. Like I used to play with some guys I used to work with. Um, but, yeah, I was always on, like, they would have like weird off days during the week because two of the guys that I played with were were graveyard pharmacists, and so yeah, they would they get off at like eight o'clock in the morning, and then they go play golf. You know, I'm like, I would love to, but you know, your your off days are like Tuesday and Wednesday, <laughs> and you know, I'm working you know Monday through Saturday, Tuesday through Saturday, whatever it was. So yeah, we had a group of about five or six guys. So we'd have rotate in and out. And so a lot of fun. Played, like I said, played around town. And uh, but anyway, th- this is not why we're here. I don't think people want to listen to us talk about golf as much as you and I both love to keep doing it. Um, you know, when we set aside, when we talked about our our show topics for the first you know ten episodes or so, one of the things that we want to talk about was our relationships with our wives. You know, our wives. You know, that stand beside us. They support us. Um, and, you know, there's someone that we couldn't do without. We obviously wouldn't have our kids without them. We wouldn't have the dad ventures without that. Um, you know, and so I think, you know, us talking about them, you know, so soon is, is really important. You know, at least for me anyway, my wife has been so supportive of this project, you know, this 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 project that you and I are working on, you know, and, and last year when I started covering the the soccer club, you know, my wife has been nothing has been super supportive of all of it, you know, just pushing me to go for something that I really like have a passion for, and you know, I, I know that your wife is the same way, and so the, 
you and I have talked about our our wives, you know, uh, with each other, you know, off and on. And so the first one of the things I, I I don't know about you guys is how did you and your wife meet? Well, so just to touch on something there with the supportiveness uh, about United, uh, it is she, she was very supportive last year with, you know, we tried to take on the newsletter and and it ate up a lot of my time, and uh, that she was as supportive as I. She was more supportive than I could expect her to be, uh, but that there were definitely times where she had to tell me to rein it back and say, hey, you know, you're spending too much time there, which was completely understandable because last season was just, I mean, I, I know you guys over at Seek and Strike at the time as well were just, it, it, that whole season was a whirlwind. So yeah. um, there was definitely a lot of a lot of things that our wives had to put up with with that season. And uh, as we get closer and closer to the second season and, um, I know me and you have been talking about how excited we are to be starting to talk soccer. I imagine our wives are probably the exact opposite. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, she's already been super supportive on this Dad Ventures thing, and, and uh, she knows that the soccer season is coming up, and um, she'll be supportive through that. But I know she'll have to rein me back a couple times, been like, hey, come on. <laughs> yeah. been gone a little too much lately. But So we actually met, um, there's a little grocery store down in Berlin, uh, Lowe's grocery store. There's a couple up in Albuquerque as well. Um, and uh, she was working there when I got hired uh, in December of 15, I think. Okay. 15 or 16. And um, I was in a relationship at the time that wasn't I wasn't happy with, to be honest. It was just kind of a mess. And uh, I stayed there at Lowe's for about four months, and then they promoted me up to assistant manager. And then, um, so I was working a little more closely with her at that time after the fact, and we both kind of uh, let it let it be known that we liked each other a little bit and were interested. I finally got out of the relationship that I was in um, and started just talking to her as a friend, and then then we started dating, and then. So that was, we went on our first date in July and we were married in November. Um, wow, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So the, that actually makes me feel a little bit better about, you know, mine and Aaron because, you know, ours was somewhat similar. We we started dating in like August. No, I, I the exact date of our, the exact, it, was, it, was, uh, it was like August 14th or something like that. And then we got married in November of the same year. Well, yours was... We had about, I think, two weeks on you there. Cause, yeah. Well, maybe three, because I think it was towards the end of July when we had our first official date, maybe middle or end of July. So it was about a month to three weeks uh, before before you guys. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, uh, you know, when we started dating, it was just like it was, I was a little skeptical at first of how fast we moved because it was, I was excited because she was basically the exact opposite of the previous relationship that I was in. Mm -hmm. And I was, uh, needed to make sure that, you know, I wasn't just, um, you know, I don't know how to explain it. I just wanted to make sure that it was something that I was legit, uh, feeling for her and not just an infatuation with the fact that it was everything that I was unhappy with in the previous relationship. Yeah, no, I so, completely understand that. So it took a little while, but um, then once we 
once we got going and went on a few more dates and uh, really learned more about each other, it was just kind of obvious that, you know, this is who I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. And uh, some people said it was crazy. Uh, a lot of people actually were very supportive. Um, I thought I, I thought for sure one of our parents would be like, well, don't you think you need to take But my mom and her mom both were like, yeah, yeah, we, it, it makes sense. So we had a little wedding at the church and then not quite a year, a little over a year, we had our first kid. Um, and that was, that one was, uh, kind of not a mistake, obviously, but unplanned anyways. Uh, we went to the doctor because she was having a pain in her side. And I just remember the doctor coming in and saying, Allie saying, well, I think I might just be dehydrated. And the doctor saying, well, you're not dehydrated, but you are pregnant. And then, uh, yeah, so that was kind of a shocker. And then when the second one we kind of planned for a little more. So, but so that's how we met. So you guys, I, I know you said you guys got married really quickly, but how did you guys actually meet? Yeah, um, yeah, we got married really quickly as well. Um, we actually worked together. Uh, so we met f- uh, through a mutual friend uh, who entered. We actually worked in. We all worked in the same department. Um, uh, the com- uh, the company we work for, and the, the mutual friend was like, "Hey, you guys should meet," and we started talking. And one of the first interactions we ever had was uh, Aaron was going out of town, going on a camping trip, and asked me to or wanted me to like cover some work for her. And I said, "Sure, I'll do it if you can answer one question for me." And it was uh, once the answer to life, the universe, and everything. I'm sure. I think you get the reference there. I can see you thinking, "No, no, okay." <laughs> it's from a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Ah, okay. You know, the, what's the question? You know, the, you know, what's the answer to life, the universe, and everything? And of course, and I, I didn't. I, I can't remember if I knew this at the time or if the friend had hinted at it. But Aaron's a big Hitchhiker's Guide fan, and so she answered the she answered the question correctly, which is forty two. And from that point on, I don't think a day went by that we didn't talk. And so we actually uh, call our relationship the the first date that never ended. Uh, <laughs> nice. We, yeah, we went on our first date and ended up basically spending the entire weekend together. I think um, we got married, uh, like I said, like three months later. And in May of the following year, so let's say this year is Logan turns five in May. We were married in uh, November fifteenth, two thousand fourteen. So this will be six years this year, and so yeah, we basically spent uh, maybe two or three weeks apart the entire relationship. Um, so yeah, it's just been uh, you know one. It's just been one long date. You know, um, we. We did. You know, we got married um, with support of you know uh, both of our families. They were both super excited. Uh, we actually had a little ceremony. Um, we went down to um, uh, Teagway Park, uh, and a, fr- a friend of ours got ordained and did the ceremony for us. And we had I don't know maybe maybe ten people there. Uh, including family, uh, my family couldn't make it because they were all back east. But you know, nice little ceremony, and and uh, you know, it's some, definitely a day that you know I'll never forget. And you know, it's 
our, our daughter was, was was part of it. You know, she uh, then uh, Aaron's best friend was there, and then a buddy of mine came up from Berlin, him and his wife, and so you know, it was the people here that you know that supported us, and uh, you know, we were just happy to see that we had both found someone. Uh, you mentioned being in a relationship, you know, when you met your wife. I was as well, you know, when I met Aaron, and that was just really weird. Like, I it was a relationship with a girl who was, um, at the time, she was like six or seven years younger than me. And she was twenty one, and I was twenty, twenty eight, twenty nine, somewhere in there, and it was just weird. Like, it, it wasn't a and it's not like, you know, she was like abusive or anything. It was just a weird relationship because she was never willing to like commit to anything. And like I knew that I wanted to settle down. I knew that I wanted to get married and have, you know, another kid because I already had Alex at this point. And, and um, yeah, I met up, met Aaron and said, you know, goodbye to the other girl that I was dating and never looked back. And so, yeah, it's just been an incredible, an incredible journey so far. Nice. It's kind of funny um, when you first came to me with this back last season, uh, last United season, um, to now. You know, we talk and uh, we've hung out a few times and uh, I just continue to learn more and more about you. And it's funny how really similar we are, uh, similar stories, similar beliefs, um, and uh, that story is just, it's really reminiscent of, of what we did and how we were. And um, other than, you know, already, you guys already having kids uh, before you guys met. I, I didn't have any kids before that. But um, but other than that, uh, yeah, it's been very similar. So one thing that's a little different that um, you guys, uh, that we've gone through is that we've, we've learned this whole parenting thing together. Yeah. Um, which has been fun and a struggle and just a little bit of everything, which I'm sure you guys, you guys, when you had your youngest, your youngest, young, youngest is Logan, right? Yeah. Logan's the youngest. So when you had Logan, you know, you, I imagine in your guys' situation, you kind of already had, um, parenting ways kind of set, uh, so was that a, a challenge that you guys had having to deal with raising a kid together after having kids separately? Yeah, it definitely is. Anytime you have a blended family, it's you've got all sorts of different dynamics coming into play. You know, Erin basically raised Molly by herself, uh, you know, with the help of uh, you know her mom and you know some friends, and um, you know, with, with so they had their routines, they had their uh, you know little inside things together you know they had such a unique relationship and it's such an amazing relationship between the two of them you know me coming into it it definitely like threw a wrench into things and you know for, from my perspective you know it, it took and even now like you know, me and molly um we we still struggle at times you know, and, you know, Aaron and I have different parenting styles and we just, we try to support each other. Um, whenever one person decides something, the other person, you know, backs them up. Um, 
and that's probably the, one of the biggest things is you know being willing to you know support you know my wife and her supporting me whenever we make a decision uh you know whether they come you know whether it's you know what the, uh, something as trivial as you know what the kids wear or if they can play a video game or not um but yeah and then like you know with with Alex you know um Alex's mom and I were separated or you know we weren't together um and we hadn't been together, you know, his entire life, but, you know, we, and, you know, we can talk more in depth on this later, but there was a, there was a, there was a time where we were concerned that I would never get to see Alex again. And so, you know, Aaron came into his life and, you know, made such a huge impression on him. And, you know, even at first, like with them, there was, you know, a, a learning curve, you know, because Aaron had never raised a boy before. And um, I, I think that, you know, there was definitely a, a feeling out phase between the two of them, just like with me and Molly. And I think, you know, Alex and Aaron's relationship right now is absolutely incredible. It, it really is like, uh, I tell her all the time, like, you know, this little boy, he, he loves you to death. And, you know, he's, he's always excited to see her and, you know, I, and that's something that makes me, you know, love Aaron even more every day. Cause I see her interactions with, you know, with all three kids and I know what an amazing job that she does as a mom. And yeah, it's just, you know, like I said, it all comes down to, you know, parenting styles and trying different things, figuring out what works. I mean, you know, the way you discipline one kid may not be the same that works for another just like you know everyone has different learning styles so and i'm probably just rambling at this point but yeah yeah it's it's definitely had its struggles um but i i think every day is a new a new opportunity to try and you know make an improvement on not only our relationships with the kids but also relationships you know with with each other yeah and that's something that uh you know when you have a three-year-old and a 10-month-old, you know, it's it's really kind of hard to find time to spend just one-on-one with, with your wife. And uh, we were lucky enough that um, Saturday night we, uh, we were actually going to go see a comedian and then some things fell through. So we ended up, we drove to Tucano's and it was a really long wait. And then yeah. we drove to Texas Roadhouse and it was a really long wait. So I ended up at County Line, but I think even though all we did was we went to County Line and had some barbecue and uh, some really, really good hot wings, uh, and then we went to Rude Boy Cookies over on Central and uh, had some dessert, but we we were able to spend a lot of time just in the car together, driving around, talking, because uh, it, it has kind of been a, a struggle ever since the, the youngest was born. Um, you know, lack of sleep. Uh, I went through a job change and kind of a still am kind of in a thing where I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do with my life, uh, which sounds sounds funny as a 30 year old. Uh, that uh, you know, I'm. I thought the job that I had before was gonna be my career, and then it ended up not. So now I'm kind of searching again. So you know, I've got my thing, my personal things going on that I'm kind of trying to find myself. And then we have the 10 month old and Allie's kind of struggling how to, you know, raise two kids and 
she actually had to start working. So she's got a, a part-time job where she's working uh, between 15 and 10 hours a week right now, but it's going to be bumping up to about 20 hours a week here in the future. So how do you balance work and house chores and two kids, one of which is, you know, 10 months old. So it still is in a more of a clingy stage than, than the three-year-old because the three-year-old, you know, he'll, he'll go to his room and play a little bit. There are days when he's clingy, I'm sure. But, um, the 10-month-old, I know, even when I'm here, half the time we, Allie will go to cook dinner or do something in the kitchen or go to the bathroom or go do something in the bedroom, and the little one just wants to follow her. And, you know, that's, uh, I, I couldn't imagine having this little thing that you just can't get your own time away from every once in a while. So, yeah, I know that she's been struggling with that, and then you know, I try my best to be supportive and stuff like that, because uh, but I, it's hard for me because I don't understand what she's going through. Uh, so it's like I I get home and I'm like, okay, well, why did you just snap at me? I I just yeah. got I just got here, and I don't know what she's gone through the whole day, uh, and it's hard for me to understand because I'm like, I'm stressed when I get home too. You know, I just my job's not super stressful, but it is still a job that you still struggle to not to bring home with you every once in a while. Um, so it's been, it's been an adventure the last 10 or so months, um, with everything that's gone on, but it's, it's, it's important to, one thing that we struggle with is not talking to each other when something's going on. So we just kind of sweep it under the rug and say, it'll fix itself. And we finally had a talk a couple weeks ago and then, we finally got out by ourselves this past weekend on Saturday, like I said, and and those are those things are super important to keeping the relationship strong and healthy and and on the right track because it it can snowball downhill really fast if you're not taking the time to care for each other as much as you are the kids. Because uh, I even even with me, I know sometimes I'll I'll get home and you know I'll pick up the little one and say hi and I'll give the big one a hug and then I'll sit on the couch and Ellie will just be staring at me like I, I don't get a, a kiss or or a hug and I'm like I, I'm sorry it's not that I don't want to it's not that I was thinking about it I just you know the kids when you have kids it can sometimes your pri- you have to really focus your priorities on your relationship with your wife yeah, because the kids can not necessarily I don't think distraction is the right word but they like we talked about a little bit on the first episode it's it's a different kind of love I don't think it's a stronger love than you have for your wife or your family it's just it's it's just different yeah. um, and sometimes that different love can manifest itself more than the love that you have for your wife so it's definitely something you gotta balance yeah, it's communication is definitely something that I've had to learn and something I've had to work on, especially, you know, in a relationship, uh, you know, with, especially, you know, my relationship with Aaron, um, you know, in, in my life, there have not been, you know, like outside of like my mom and like my grandmother, there really haven't been, you know, females that I've felt comfortable, like, opening up with or talking to and having, you know, meaningful conversations with. And so 
I've always tended to just deal with things on my own. So communication with Aaron has, is really important. And I still struggle with it at times. You know, I'm not great about it. Um, you know, even during the day, I, like, I know that she appreciates, like, if I send her a, a text message or something, yeah. but you know, I don't always remember to do that. You know, I, I, I my thinking is, in my mind, it's, okay, I'm at work, I'm providing for my family, you know, I'm doing what I have to do, and so, you know, I'll see her when I get home. And I know I shouldn't do that, you know, and it's something that I, I struggle with, and, you know, and... And really, you know, even when like something comes up like within our marriage, it's it's hard to really say, okay, this is what's bothering me, you know. Um, but it, it's it's something that we both work on all the time, and I I think it's gotten better. I'm not saying you know I won't say that by any means it's our communication is great. Like we still uh, struggle at times, and like you know I mentioned earlier, you know I was in a minor car accident, like. I thought so little of what happened. Like I didn't mention it to Aaron, and you know, like it, 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 it wasn't. Like I said, it wasn't even a big deal. Like, but I made the mistake of not telling her, and so it's just one of those things where um, you have to. You can't like you can't you have to stop thinking that you can deal with things on your own because you're in a partnership. And yeah, it's like I said, it's something that we that I've struggled with a lot, and I've worked out a lot. Um, and you know, and I mean, it's and like you said, that you've got to find time, you know, to make time for the relationship. And you know, it with you know, when we come home from work, like you know, I usually get home with the kids because um, my job allows me a flexible schedule. You know, I'm usually at work at like five thirty in the morning, five thirty six in the morning. I'm done at like two thirty three. You know, sometimes three thirty, depending on what I've got going on. And so like, I'll, I'll pick up the kids, come home, and then like as soon as my wife gets home, as soon as Aaron gets home, the kids will just go run to her. You know, and so we don't necessarily get that. You know, hey, how was your day? You know, we have to kind of like shoo the kids away. But even then, the youngest is you know always, wants to be right there you know with, with mom and, and 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 I love that you know I love that um, he wants to be with his mom that he wants to uh, be close to her and and uh, it just it makes it hard at times you know and so we and one of the things I think I mentioned it last last time was that we he still comes into our bed um, most nights during the week. Um, last night was probably the latest he slept in his own bed in probably like two months. So he didn't come into our room until, I don't know, sometime after 3.30 in the morning. Um, so it's, you know, we found ourselves, we find ourselves at times not having that time to, you know, to be intimate. Um, and, and we both have different, um, explanations you know description i would say definitions of what intimate is you know from a from a guy's perspective and I, i've explained this to her it's that you know like for a guy being intimate is not laying in bed having a conversation it's you know for me like i love having her sitting with me like when i'm doing something that i enjoy you know just being there um and of course there's the physical intimacy you know, and for Aaron, it's she loves to she and we and I I'm, again something else I'm not great at I'm working at. She likes to go to bed and lay there and talk, which which is great. Like I understand why she wants that, 
for me, if I go and lay down on the bed and we have the lights out, I'm going to fall asleep. And I hate that, you know, because um, for a couple of reasons. One, it, it's not filling her bucket. And then two, I snore. So if I fall asleep before she does, she has a hard time falling asleep. Um, so yeah, most nights I usually just stay up past when she goes to bed and hopefully I don't snore too bad, but it doesn't always work out that way. Um, but I, yeah, it, it's hard. Like you gotta find, you have to find time for, for your relationship. Like I, honestly, I can't think of the last time we had an actual date. Like we went a few weeks ago and we just went to Sam's club. You know, like an hour, hour and a half out of the house, went to Sam's Club, picked up some groceries, and just spent that time talking. And, you know, from I know Erin, you know, said something after the fact. She was how she told me how much she enjoyed doing that with me. And, you know, she typically handles all the shopping by herself, goes and picks everything up, comes back, and, you know, I mean, I unload everything. But, you know, like, it's something as simple as that, just an hour and a half away without the kids means... A world of difference. I mean, that's an hour and a half that she and I can really connect on you know, on a different level, on a more on a adult level. Because you know, when we're at home in the evenings, like you've got kids, you've got you know dinner going on. There's not a lot of time, you know, to really have those those moments where you can just talk. So, do you guys feel um, like when you guys went to Sam's? Do you guys feel comfortable leaving all three kids at home by themselves with the fourteen year old? We do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. That's something that we've started doing more. You know, allowing Molly to babysit. Uh, she doesn't get paid for it, not yet, anyway. Um, you know, it's but it's something that we do for like an hour, two hours, something like yeah. that. You know, we don't. And it generally, like it, the last time we did it, where we actually went out for an extended period of time, we were like mattress shopping. Um, but yeah, and it wasn't like at night to where they were, you know, home alone, like, you know, at bedtime, anything like that. So, I mean, we pick and choose our spots and, you know, we're actually, we're planning on going out this weekend. We didn't celebrate Valentine's Day this past weekend. Uh, like I mentioned, our daughter was out of town, so we didn't have that, you know, free babysitter. Um, so we'll go out, uh, this coming weekend. I think she wants to go to, uh, down and dirty. And go get some of that. And I think that's what we're going to do this weekend. And, uh, you know, just, you know, just make time, you know, and and it's hard sometimes. Like it really is. And yeah, I, I I try to do things for her. I'm not, again, I'm not great. I'm a guy. I, you know, I, 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 I know one thing that she did tell me I do really well is I remember birthdays, anniversaries, um, that kind of stuff that I don't, I see you shaking your head over there. On, <laughs> yeah. Like had my wife been talking to us right now when we were talking about how we met and everything like that, she would have dates and times and moon phases and everything yeah. just right there. Yeah. It was this day and this day. And I'm just like, I, so I, birthdays, I got down our wedding anniversary. I got down like the anniversary of our first date. I it it was sometime in July. I don't I don't yeah. that's that's as close as I can get. Uh stuff like that. I just the day that I proposed, I I don't I don't remember the date, stuff like that. She's good with all that stuff. Um but birthdays, anniversaries, stuff like that. Um those I do have down pretty good. Um it's kind of easy cuz one's in her birthday's in December, so it's right around Christmas. It's kind of hard to like 
at first I was worried that it would get lost in the Christmas shuffle. Yeah. But uh, it actually hasn't been that bad. And then our anniversary, like our anniversary this year, fell on Thanksgiving. Oh, so wow. It was kind of kind of hard to <laughs> to miss that one. Okay, so, all right. But, your anniversary, sorry, your anniversary is in November. Our anniversary is in November. I've got a birthday in December. Your wife's birthday is in December. Yeah. All right, I got to know, when are your kids' birthdays? <laughs> so... So we have, I'll start at the beginning. So we've got, uh, you know, our anniversary is November 28th. Uh, then we have her birthday is the 12th of December. And then we've got Christmas on the 25th, New Year's on the 1st. Our oldest son's birthday is January 27th, 26th, 26th. I said I was good with birthdays. <laughs> the 26th, I'm pretty sure. Um, and then February, we don't have anything. And then my birthday is in March. And Xander's is in April. Okay. Yeah, all of ours are centered around holidays somewhere. So, like, uh, Alex's birthday is in, uh, is in July. Uh, it's, like, right around the 4th of July. Logan's is uh, generally right on Memorial Day weekend. Molly's is some, Molly's birthday sometimes falls on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and then Aaron's birthday, of course, is uh, Halloween, and mine is Christmas Eve. Yeah, so it's pretty easy to remember when all of the birthdays and everything are. And then, yeah, our, our anniversary is in November as well. So, yeah. So from how, do the, guys, how do you guys feel about Valentine's Day itself? Like, you, I know you said you don't sell it. Like, so we've done it to where, first of all, uh, a tip that I live by is uh, never buy any of the Valentine's Day themed stuff until the day after. Correct. Like, just just talk to your wife and be like, look, babe, I'm going to get you something. You'll get your stuffed animal. You'll get some candy. But let's <laughs> save 75% off the cost and let me buy it on the 15th yeah. and give it to you that day instead. Uh, so we typically do that. We don't usually go out for Valentine's Day. And even though we went out on the 15th this year, I don't think it was Valentine's Day related. Like mm-hmm. it was legit just because that was the day that the comic that we were going to go see is in town. So we got the babysitter lined up and all this, and then um, we we didn't go see them go see them because uh, I got cheap because Ticketmaster fees are just something that I will refuse to pay basically. Yeah, they so were we ridiculous. Were go just try to buy tickets at the door, and by the time we got there, uh, we realized we didn't want to pay for parking, and we weren't sure if we could buy them at the door. And we didn't want to deal with all that, so we were just like, no, we're going to go spend that 60 bucks that we were going to spend on food because yeah. we like to eat our restaurants. So so do you guys usually go out around Valentine's Day? Is um, that something that you guys try to do? or We try to do something around there. Uh, this year is a little bit different um, because of the like I said, simple fact that our daughter was out of town. Um, and we really didn't have anyone else to watch the, watch the boys. Um, this year we went kind of simple. Like we just got we bought each other cards and then uh, a you know candy thing. Um, but yeah, it's uh, to me personally, I think that uh, Valentine's Day is just a, a reason for restaurants to jack up prices and do. 100%. <laughs> oh, I, I I was out doing um, DoorDash on Valentine's night. And DoorDash, Uber Eats, all that kind of stuff. And there was a restaurant down on Central. I want to, th- I think it was uh, Matanza. 
or something else right there in that area. They had a sign out front that said, no regular menu, Valentine's weekend, $65 per person. Ooh. Yeah. I'm like, that's insane. Like... I, I want to do something nice for her. I would love to, but I, I'm like, I can't afford, you know, we can't pay $65 a, a person, you know, but, right. um, no, I, I just, I think that, um, the effort should be made all year round and not just should, yeah. focus on one day. Um, and that kind of leads to another question that we had, you know, like what are the, some things that, you know, you and Allie do for each other that, you know, are those little gestures that you know, say, hey, you know, I know that she loves me or I know that he loves me? Well, so uh, we have done the the love languages, the five love languages. I, I know a lot of people have heard of it. Some people haven't. Um, but it is something we did. And uh, unfortunately, if you were to ask me right now what even my love language was, I would not remember. Um, but... And I think it might have changed since we got married and we actually took the test. But um, I am definitely a, I don't remember exactly what it is, but I i need little things done around the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love to cook, but I hate to cook in a dirty kitchen. Yeah. So if I get home and I want to cook, if the kitchen's dirty, then I'm like, ah, no. I'll have her cook because she gladly cooks as well. Um, so when I get home and the kitchen's clean or uh, the living room's picked up because we live in a single wide apart or tr- single wide trailer uh, with two kids, one of which being three, so he's got toys everywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so when little <laughs> things like that are picked up, um, when uh, not so much. Uh, the words of affirmation, but the the thing about the five love languages is um, even if you have like one or two that are really high, the other ones still help here and there. So when uh, when I've had a long day at work and I come home and I'm in a little bit of a bad mood and she says that she really appreciates uh, what I do to provide for the family, you know, that helps. Um, but kind of going back to what you talked about when you were talking about intimacy, and not the physical intimacy, but just uh, that spending quality time together. Um, when she actually sits there and takes interest in a soccer match or a TV show that I know she's not the biggest fan of, but I really like. Or um, if she lets me try to explain any sport, really, um, or something like that. Or talk to her about something that she, I know she has really no interest in. Um, but she at least makes an effort to listen and, and learn and, and just kind of be there with me and something that I really love to do. Uh, I know last year for the, for United, we, um, she was able to actually come up to the press box with me and, um, kind of see that. And then I, as, as you are aware, uh, even though I'm upstairs, I never actually watch from the press box. Yeah. Uh, I go to one of the sides and watch over the ledge out where I can kind of be in the atmosphere a little bit more and have a different view, uh, a better view than the press box, in my opinion, and um, watch from over there. And she went with me uh, up there to watch from up there and watch me kind of, 
you know, get really into the matches and she would get really into it a little bit and not near as much as me, but I'm also kind of a psychopath when it comes to sports <laughs> and my level of fandom for my team, whether it's United or a uh, basketball team or football team, because I have a, a team that I like in pretty much everything and I follow pretty much everything and I know it drives her nuts, but uh, like tonight we were just talking about CONCACAF uh, Champions League and watching the two watching you were watching Atlanta and I was watching LAFC and she actually sat in here with me before we started recording and watched LAFC with me for the first half and I explained as best I could what CONCACAF was and she pretended to listen which is all I really needed to do <laughs> is pretend so right? um, it's, it's stuff like that that, that uh, when we get to spend that time together doing something that I'm really interested in or like even if because she doesn't golf not that she doesn't want to we just we had every intention of teaching her how to golf when we first got married and then she got pregnant with Zeke um so that didn't happen then and then she got pregnant with Xander and it didn't happen then so eventually I'd like her to get some clubs in her hand and swing and and go out there to where she can actually play with me uh but even now she'll go out there with me usually we take the boys now but we have done it in the past where it's kind of a date thing where we just go by ourselves and she drives around in the cart and hangs out with me, talks with me, films my swing every once in a while. And um, just spending that time together really is is what is important to me uh, that she does with me and, and doing stuff that I, I have an interest in. Um, because unfortunately, um, the TV shows that she watches, I, I can't reciprocate that because she watches some stuff that I just want to throw something at the TV because it's ridiculous to me. Um, so with her, for her, what I try to do for her is uh, help out around the house, uh, especially now that she's working, um, help with the kids, which all of these things, you know, are some, sometimes I'm really good at them. Sometimes I, I struggle with them and I uh, have to be yelled at to do this or that or the other. And uh, But I know that if I get or she gets home and I have the living room picked up just like how I feel when she has the living room picked up she really appreciates that and knows that hey I'm I see I see you struggling and I see that we're needing to I'm needing to pick up a little bit more or do this or that so so things like that are what I try to do to to let her know that I love her yeah no I, I completely understand all that like you know the everyday stuff, like, I think I do a pretty good job with, you know, like, my routine is, you know, I get off work, pick up the kids, come home, and then immediately, you know, clean the kitchen, do the dishes, all that kind of stuff. You know, Aaron is the primary cook. Um, you know, not that I don't want to cook. I lo- I enjoy cooking. Uh, she just does the lion's share of it. And so I know that when she comes home and she has, you know, a messy, like you mentioned, a messy kitchen, you know, if she doesn't have what she needs to cook dinner, then, you know, I feel like, you know, I've not done what I needed to do in order to, you know, make it a, a, a happy place for her because she loves being in the kitchen. That's, you know, a place where Erin says that she can go and just zone out and cook and do what she needs to do. Um, so, you know, try to do that and like, uh, try to do other things around the house just to, you know, help out like, you know, with the floors, honey, I know that they're dirty right now. I will get on that as soon as I can. Um, you know, sometimes I struggle with like the, the bigger stuff, um, that needs to be done. Like our backyard, um, we, 
I had this grand plan to replace all the rock in our yard with grass. And right now it's just a whole bunch of dirt. And I, you know, something that you know, I really want to get done. And, you know, it's, I don't it, you know, it, it's just trying to do those little things every day to make sure that, you know, the household runs smoothly. Um, and then also, you know, you mentioned love languages, you know, that's something else that, that we've gone through. And, you know, Aaron, I think I, there are most of the time I definitely think of hers as, you know, quality time, you know, just being together, you know, talking and, and things like that. And then for me, it's definitely the, you know, words of affirmation, like that encouragement, um, you know, and then like just, and like during the, this whole process here, you know, starting Dad Ventures and, you know, covering United last season, everything that we've got going forward this season, you know, she's, she's been willing to sit and listen to what I have to say. And, you know, when I ask for her opinion, um, you know, she gives it gladly. Um, but, you know, just hearing that, you know, that she's okay with what I'm doing, that she's supporting what I'm doing and saying, yeah, go for it. This is something that you're enjoying. Right. Um, you know, it's just, it, the, it's a huge deal for me. Um, you know, and so, you know, I don't know, like every day just trying to figure out something. And like you mentioned, people's buckets, you know, people's uh, love languages can change. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, there are days where it's definitely, you know, the words. There are days where it's like, okay, I would appreciate, you know, and something I haven't told her, thank you for this yet. You know, I, I've been meaning to, but the last two days after dinner, she's kind of cleaned up the kitchen counters. You know, normally it's, you know, normally... Um, I come, you know, like I said, I come in the afternoon, I do dishes, get everything ready, and then I'll do, you know, whatever is done tonight, and in the morning I'll do it again tomorrow afternoon. And um, she's been making an effort the past two days to clean up in the kitchen after she's done cooking. Like me, when I cook, I clean as I go so that there's not, like, a mess out there. And, you know, I love my wife's cooking, and I know that's just her process, you know, to just, to, to, to cook and then I'll go in and cl- I'll be the one to clean it. Right. But you know, it's, I, I've seen that effort, the effort the past two days and it's meant a lot to me. And like I said, I haven't told her this yet, but, you know, and she told me earlier, she hadn't listened to episode one of the podcast. So she may not hear this one for a couple of weeks. I, I'm going to be sure to tell her, you know, tomorrow that I appreciate her doing that. Um, but yeah, it's just, just certain things, you know, like if you know that something will help her out, or if she knows that something will help me out, you know, I, I think that, you know, understanding each other's, you know, needs or thought processes um, as best we can anyway is, is really beneficial and, you know, helps, like I said, makes things run smoother. You know, you have to have open lines of communication about about money, about stuff that happens, about decisions that need to be made. Like, we've got to figure out how to come with, with – uh, the money for Molly to go to, uh, I think it's CIY this year. And they are making all these changes. So it's like twice as expensive as it was last year. Mm. Yeah. Something like $500 this year for her to go to CIY. So yeah, it's just, um, you know, I said, it's an everyday thing trying to figure out, you know, what, 
what benefits the family? What benefits each other? You know, how can we help build that intimacy and keep our relationship happy? You know, I mean, we're not, no one's going to be perfect, you know, hundred percent of the time. No one's going to be, no relationship is going to be without its issues or without its, you know, without its fights here and there. But, you know, it's finding a way to minimize those and just make as many happy days as, as you possibly can. I think that's the key to it. Yeah. So are there any things in your guys' marriage that, um, that either one of you just can't stand like are there things that so like with me i know um my wife uh kind of talked about lack of communication mm-hmm. so she just if i don't get with her sometime throughout the day i know that really gets to her uh even if it's just a simple text especially if because i usually get a text from her especially on the days that she's home by herself with the kids i'll get a text saying like today so we live right next door to my grandma and uh my grandma had a dog that we had to put down uh about a month or so ago maybe not quite that long and i got a text yesterday saying or yesterday or today saying that uh, zeke finally asked about Susie, the dog that yeah. we had to put down because he hadn't seen her in a while um and i didn't reply uh and then i know you know some people um you know there's the husband just doesn't want anything like the husband will get home and not do anything for the first 30 minutes or something like that. So are there any things that you guys really struggle with that, uh, you really, really have to focus on? Otherwise it leads to a big fight. Um, for me, it's definitely the communication. Like you said, um, you know, like I said, I, and I owe this to what, uh, a counselor that we used to see calls a waffle brain. You know, like I'm able to compartmentalize, you know, when I'm at work, I'm focused on work. And so like if something else pops up, it takes, it it takes me a minute to redirect my thoughts to what's going on. And so I, you know, I get to work, I put on my earbuds, I put on a podcast and I just kind of like don't pay attention to my phone. And so uh, if I don't respond to a text message right away um, or, you know, within a reasonable amount of time, you know, it, I know that bugs Aaron is something that, you know, I work to try to be better at. Um, I also leave my phone on silent 99% of the time. Um, and so like, I, I sometimes miss phone calls, you know, especially from Aaron and you know, she, that bugs her. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I, it's not that I'm trying to ignore the phone calls or whatever, but even there even been, there are even times where like I'm busy in the middle of like I've been in the middle of like wiping my son's butt. You know, he was a little bit younger. I couldn't get to the phone. And so, like, I, I, I want to, it's not that I don't want to answer the calls. It's just, you know, I, I'm focused on one, ta- whatever task I'm working on. And so, like, and I, I try. Like, I try to remind myself, okay, put your phone, at, um, put your ringer on. You know, make sure that your ringer's on when, when Aaron's not home. Uh, you're trying to be better about that. Um I know and it's, it's something I can't, my snoring is a problem, you know, but that's just like, I, you know, there's nothing that I can really do about it. Right. I mean, I can probably get in better shape a little bit. That might help. But, um, I mean, yeah, there's not really, you know, anything that like, outside of, outside of those things that I would say, like, is it causes like a, is a guaranteed fight. Like if it doesn't happen, you know, um, that's good. Yeah, I mean, you know, and another thing that I struggle with this sometimes is, um, 
like if something happens to me, me and Molly, if we have a if we have a rough day, like one either one of us will go and say some, say something to Aaron about it. And it kind of puts Aaron in the middle, and that's not fair to her. You know, like I try not, I've, and I, I've tried to get better about it. You know, not giving the play-by-play of what happened. Just say, look, here's what happened. This is the end result. You know, everything's calm now. You know, but you know, I, and from the other from the other way, like I can't, I honestly can't think of anything that Aaron does that just like really like pushes that edge with me to where like I'm not like okay with it. That's good. I think that's probably unusual uh, as far as marriages typically go. I know that uh, for the most part, me and my wife are the same. There's nothing really that, I mean, we've, I can probably count the fights that we've had since we've been together for the last five years on one hand, like major blowups anyways, not like yelling and screaming, but just like legit upset and talking stuff, talking about stuff. Yeah. Um, and honestly, they, all of those have really boiled down to communication and expectations. I think expectations is another way to put it where, you know, in my head, like, it, you can have expectations, and as long as you voice those expectations, if those expectations aren't met, then you have, like, a legit gripe. Right. If it was something that was talked about and kind of agreed upon, and then it didn't get done, or it, whatever was talked about didn't didn't happen the way it was supposed to happen but a lot of our problems are you know we we have these expectations for what we want the other one to do but then we don't tell them those expectations and then we get mad when those expectations are met even though the other one doesn't know they're just sitting there like well i didn't know that this is how it needed to be otherwise if you would told me you know i would have done it and then we would have avoided this whole conversation that we're having right now so the, the communication part is definitely like, for the most part, the little communications, like, throughout the day, there was one day when she texted me and I didn't text her back, and then I had a rough day at work, so I used my commute time as just decompression mm-hmm. to, you know, I put a podcast on and, and drove home and didn't think about anything. And then when I got home, she was like, you usually call me when you get off work and you're in at home or and you didn't respond to this text and this and the other, and I'm like, I know, it was a busy day, uh, a rough day, and I just... I just zoned out and that's what I needed to do in order to get home and be the best dad at home and the best husband at home that I could be that day. Uh, and I apologized, but you could tell it still kind of annoyed her for a little while. Yeah. So it's just those little things that, you know, are, are, uh, are difficult in a marriage that you just got to figure out how to make it all work. And everything is, everybody's different, every couple's different, every person is different. And, you know, what works for me and Allie might not work for you and Aaron. And what works for you and Aaron might not work for me and Allie. And what works for, if something works for both of us, it might not work for, you know, Jim and Susie down the road. You know, it just just depends on, on uh, everybody's personalities. But I, I do think that the relationship with the wife is probably something that, a lot of people need to focus on more. A lot of dads need to focus on more. Because mm-hmm. um, I know even in ours, our relationships, you know, if it, it just takes, you know, a couple bad days in a row uh, of you guys not communicating or doing what is expected of you and you know is expected of you to, to kind of snowball into, okay, we've had a bad couple days. 
and then all of a sudden we've had a bad week and then all of a sudden we've had a bad two weeks and then a month and then a year and then that's how divorce as I imagined kind of happen is it just those communication and those ports of communication aren't open and expectations aren't voiced and it just ends up being a big mess yeah I, I think we can both agree that you know communication is just absolutely key you know you gotta you've gotta work on that every day you've gotta work on um improving that relationship with your wife you know make time for each other um and you know not, i'm not saying ignore your kids that's certainly not ever okay to do that but um you've got to nurture you know your relationship with your with your wife uh your husband or whoever you know just as much as you do the relationship with those kids and you make that choice every day to love that person no matter what you know you make that choice to communicate or not communicate um so yeah it's you know and and, and no one's going to be perfect 100 percent of the time everyone's going to fail at some point but you always got to you know strive to you know to make those make improvements and to do what you have to do in order to uh keep the relationship healthy and happy and strong agree agree well, I think that's all about we got for the topic there. Um, we do have some end of the show housekeeping to kind of wrap up. We'll, as always, we'll have another episode out in a couple weeks, and we're going to continue to strive for that uh, as much as we can. I know we, as dads, you know, sometimes things come up, but uh, so far we're two episodes in, and they were both at least recorded on time. We'll make sure this one gets out on time, and then. Uh, continue to go from there we've got the website um dadventuresmedia.com and it's got some written articles on there i wrote a kobe piece here a while back when kobe passed away more as a, a kobe as a father um and how how we can kind of learn as fathers that you know it, it's not guaranteed that uh, we're going to be here tomorrow or that our kids are going to be here tomorrow so we need to make sure that we live uh every day as best we can and as as best fathers as we can and know that even if our kids are being a brat that day that you know we still love them and we still need to show that we love them and we still need to know that they love us so please go check that out um seth anything else man uh so yeah uh you mentioned you know we're gonna try to get everything out again on time here in a couple weeks we are gearing up we've got uh we do have one announcement we want to put out there uh so jacob and i are happy to announce i'm I'm sure some folks have seen it uh on the website or on facebook that uh we are uh partnering with uh somos unidos news for the 2020 new mexico united season and we're going to be hosting uh, digital coverage for Somos Unidos News uh, on dadventuresmedia.com. Um, so that's coming up. We've already got some articles out there. We've got uh, a series coming up as a season uh, preview. Uh, it's going to be kicking off next week. Yeah, um, I'm really excited about that. I like the like what we got going there. So you guys yeah. be on the lookout for that. Yeah, that's going to be super exciting. And we do have one other announcement that we do want to put out there. Uh, Jacob and I will be uh, starting next week on a brand new podcast uh it will we will be called um the, the aim is to call it suncast the somos unidos news podcast uh we will be covering new mexico united uh and we've got some other things in the works as far as that goes so stay tuned for that we're both really excited for that um it will be in your feeds a different feed from this one 
uh, here as hopefully with a preview episode later this week, a little teaser later this week, and then we'll kick off next. So we'll record episode one next week. Uh, so a lot of things going on. We are going to be very, very busy coming up. Um, so that being said, if you are a content creator, if you want to be a part of what we're doing here at Dad Ventures Media, you can, of course, reach out to Jacob or myself. Uh, you can reach out, you can email us at is jacob at dadventuresmedia.com. Seth at dadventuresmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter. We are at dadventuresm or at dadventurespod. Um, yeah, so we've got a lot going on. Um, if you, like, again, if you're if you want to be involved, let us know. We'll ha- happily talk to you and see uh, what you want to do for the site or the podcasts. Yeah, I'm really excited for for not only the the dadventure stuff that we're doing and. And I think it's going to start ramping up here as well. You know, this is our, our second episode, and we're going to continue to get those out. But I, I think we'll get some more written pieces out here pretty soon and and uh, get some more content out there for that. But uh, as we've talked about off-air a little bit, man, I just can't wait for this United season. And um, as somebody who was one of the the people at the beginning of Somos Nios News and to see what we went through last year and – uh, there towards the end how we weren't sure what was going to happen this year to be able to have uh, you reach out a hand and say hey uh, if you need a digital out or digital media to put stuff out on and um, to do the podcast with me and and stuff like that we we're uh, we're it's definitely going to be different than what people saw from sun last year um, but I think it's going to be better I think it's going to be a lot less stressful for everybody that's involved uh, since we don't have print costs and everything like that, because we did do an actual printed newsletter last year. So I think uh, this year is just going to be able to be a little more free and a little more um, easygoing, not as stressful, and, and I think that'll help everybody else, everybody that is involved out. And uh, I'm hoping that we can do some crossover pieces. I know we've got some players that uh, have some kids that I know are are definitely dads and Devin having her his little girl last year and um stuff like that so I hope we can talk to them about not only soccer but also being a dad and and being able to bring some stuff to you through either this podcast or the written site uh and then sun podcast or suncast with with the players and stuff I'm just I'm I'm super excited I know we're going to get busy uh but hopefully our wives as we just talked about will uh We'll be understanding of that until we find a rhythm that works for everybody. And, and yeah, I just uh, hope everybody loves what we're doing and, and we continue to grow it and, and be able to help more dads and more soccer fans out with getting coverage for their, for whatever they're into. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, I think that's going to do it for Jacob and myself this evening. Um, as always, of course, you will you can find us uh, across social media. You can find your this podcast and the upcoming Suncast across pretty much every major podcasting service: uh, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, uh, and so many others. Like if you're on a podcast, if you're using a podcast service and you cannot find us, let us know. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, we will get that updated. Um, just search for Dad Ventures Podcast. It's the easiest way to find us. Um, so for Jacob and myself, thank you for listening, and we will be back in two weeks. <laughs>